You're listening to Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. This week in particular, I think we're going to talk about mental health particularly among teens. And uh, I, I have to say, I've, I've, having just met Aliata, I've learned that she has four kids, all within about four or five years. Yes. Uh, all teens. All teens. Almost all teens. One, one little six-year-old running around. Oh, okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got, uh, that's good. Yes. Give you a little breath in between. But, uh, te- you know, teens are so active today and there's so many things that are going on in their lives. I'm sure that there's devices amongst them so they can stay in touch with mom and dad and uh, their friends and everything else that takes place in life. But talk to us. Why is this a passion of yours? Why would we need to address depression among teens in particular this week? Um, For instance, um, just like we were talking in the last segment, um, we created a group within our church um, that focuses on teen girls specifically. Mm. And I think the it birthed out of just the societal pressures of having to be a, a teen of a particular size, mm. weight, height, um, social um, acceptability amongst even themselves, some mm. kind of classism. Um, and we created the group in terms to help try to eradicate some of those things. And as we started to dive into helping them identify who they were um, so that they can stand the, the pressures of society once they you know, graduate and leave home, um, we started to notice more and more of them speaking about depressive episodes, Mm. Um, feeling lonely, even though I'm standing in a group of my family and my friends, um, wanting to isolate themselves. And so um, even though it started out as a way to build confidence in girls, it really morphed into a discussion about mental health and where how do we know the difference again between sadness yeah. and episodes of depression? Um, how not to isolate um, yourself and how to identify that um, I am not alone going in these things. And so yeah. when we talk about depression um, in teens, we're really looking at the age between twelve and eighteen. I last week you talked about something that I didn't know, and uh, you mentioned that there's depression can be uh, more likely to happen in women than men. Uh, but really, it's sort of a facade because particularly with boys, yes. there's like this stigma that you you have to be strong. But to, in today's society, we've got boys and girls, teenagers, mm-hmm. that um, I, in my brain are always faced with the image crisis, uh, having to look good and keep up with the Joneses. Is that yes. is that a real thing or is that a perception of mine? No, it's it's actually a real thing. 30% of all teens will experience some episode of depression mm. as they matriculate through school. Um, even now, the American Pediatric Association has started to give children age 10 and up or 12 and up, they started to give a depression inventory mm. um, when they come in for their annual physicals. Um, and so it's something that um, we've seen a need for. Um, particularly because, as you just noted, 
They are the pressure to maintain, the pressure to identify with a particular group or not identify a particular group um, within the school system and outside of the school system. It's just putting so much more pressure on our children. They have much more things to deal with than perhaps you and I did when we sure. went through school. We have bullying. Um, we have um, sexuality, mm. concerns around sexuality. Um, we have not being popular. We also have groups down to what's your dress code like? Do you have the latest iPhone or are you still of the Android um, system? So all of those things are really um, creeping up on our children and it's causing them to have these thoughts and conversations amongst themselves. Um, And they're not reaching externally outside of themselves to even just... Um, do a litmus test to see if their thoughts are real Yeah. Um, with that. So we've seen a steady increase um, in depression um, with children. And sometimes, as I talked about those particular symptoms that we should be looking for, um, while we see them more readily in adults and teens, they're a little bit more subtle. And they're subtle because for sometimes us as parents, we think, oh, You know, as teenagers, we went through various things and we're just thinking now it's their time. Um, But we're in a we're in a different society. And so we should really kind of pull back from that knowledge or that thought base. If that's what you have, that my child is just going through, you know, the normal um, existence and experiences of a regular teenager. Because today, um, those existence, we have children who are cutting themselves to relieve pressure, Mm. um, who are seriously thinking about harming themselves. They might not have a plan, but the thoughts of suicide um, are there. And we've seen people who've made packs over particular things. And so we really don't want to just leave kids to their own. And I hate to say demise, but that's really the trajectory that it's kind of goes, is that if we leave them to their own thinking, um, we really need to kind of come back as a family and really see what is it, what are they thinking? Because um, as I said, 30 percent of all teens are affected by depression. Um, And so it might not be your child, but it might be your child's friends. And sometimes friends have more... um, more influence on who they are or who they're becoming than parents. I think, too, uh, one of the things that Aliata said in an earlier episode of the show was uh, they put their devices down in in their household at 7 o'clock and just make sure that things like homework are getting done Mm -hmm. or that there's interaction and being present. Uh, I think that's got to be so important, particularly in a teen's life, having someone who's present in their life so that they can maybe process those thoughts that they've had, which, by the way, are, can be perfectly natural. To yeah. You have an imagination that God gave us. Uh, you can think about those things. The difference is how we act on those things. And that I think that's where we really get to a stable mental health sort of place. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes just talking it out, you know, getting it in the open. And if you're not present, if you don't have someone to talk to, that can lead to bigger problems. Aliata, I'm glad you're here. Uh, we're glad that you're here because you're helping us learn more about uh, something that's so important in our society today, mental health. And so we hope that if you haven't seen the other episodes or listened to them on our podcast uh, on this particular show, that you'll go back and check them out. You can join us uh, in the weeks to come, and maybe you'll get to hear Aliata sing. Have I said that enough? Yes. Awesome. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. 
Thanks for listening. To hear this week's full episode of Wonderful Words of Life, subscribe to the show on iTunes or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. dot